All right, in an instant, an auto accident can put you in the worst financial position of your life. It's an absolute must. You got to hire the right lawyer. You're going to make sure that your insurance companies pay you what you are owed. Injury attorney David Feminini on his team, they are exactly who you need to call. They have been making insurance companies pay for over 30 years. They're going to help you with your case as well. David is ready to speak to you personally right now, 855-65-CRASH. That's 855-65-CRASH, or you simply go to the website, getdavidgetpaid.com. All right, Tuesdays with TJ. Now, the last time we talked to TJ was the Friday before the Bears game, and him and Wojo were chopping it up in here. Um, first of all, I'm going to tell Sully he better behave himself today. Thank you. He had some unsavory remarks earlier that I'm I don't sure want to repeat. I'm just glad to see TJ here today. We haven't seen him since the uh, the holding penalty that almost cost the Lions the game. Almost doesn't count, Sully. How many? Well, okay, I'll save it. No, just <laughs> just no. Get it out of the way before I I. And I'll ask all the people, right, guys, so. Lions fans out there. All right, we're all in full panic mode. You got a question? You want to talk to TJ? Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. I got open lines. You can dial in. Now, go ahead. What did you want to say in the middle of e- eating whatever Evan gave you? I forgot, to be honest with you. Okay, tremendous. All right, so I guess I'll start with this then. I, Jesus, man. <laughs> Why do you guys start each week in a coma? What um, is this? I mean, I, do you expect an answer from me? I don't know. No, I expect... I mean, it's not part TJ. of the game plan. <laughs> no, hold on. No, 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 no. I, There's got to be something to it. I, Mike, I... If we knew it, obviously we wouldn't keep doing it. I mean, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, we can't. It's frustrating, you know. It's frustrating going out, going three and out, or letting the other team go down, score seven, turning the ball over. Next thing you know, you're down thirteen, nothing. Two minutes into the game, it's frustrating, you know. And and I don't have an answer for you. I mean, we've we've looked at the film, we've talked a lot about about a lot of stuff. We talked about maybe changing up a little, you know, some things in practice to try to get started a little bit hotter in practice, and you know, maybe that'll translate to the game, but. I don't know. I mean, I'm just everybody's just as frustrated as you guys are. The urgency's there, the energy's there early in the game, the intensity's there. All the all the small things are there. It's just not for whatever reason it's been kind of biting us in the ass the last couple games and it's something that, you know, hey, we we realize it's a problem and we got to figure out a way to get fixed. I mean, it's nothing that there's a you know, magical recipe you got to do here and there, but you you just got to go out and we got to play better, especially during the games. Uh, you know, I don't think that's fair, Sully. Cliche bell on that? I don't think that's fair that you actually gave an answer there. I wasn't paying attention. This is just all it's automated. I'm sorry. Okay, all right. I'm gonna Why don't you just go home for the day? <laughs> I can you know what? This, I couldn't do it, TJ. I can't. I wanted to stay here and, and say hello to you. I'd rather you know. talk to Dave. David I can switch spots Roberto. with David if you want. Please do. No, I take some phone calls, please. Oh my, God. <laughs> oh my God. No, I mean the other thing, and this I know I'm not getting an answer to, but I, I'm just telling you. I don't know how you sit there as a player and watch Caldwell continue to mismanage games. I don't. There, there are challenges to be had. He doesn't challenge. Then he challenges when he shouldn't. What You guys are sitting there. You're on your own 20-yard line. You're going for it. 3.09 left with a timeout. You know if you don't get it on fourth and eight, the game's over. I'm going, what the hell is happening here? I mean, like, when all right, just tell me this. When the call came in to keep the offense on the field fourth and eight late in the game, were you surprised? Uh, no, I thought that was a time that was – do or die time, be honest with you. You you wouldn't punt it away and get the ball right back knowing well, that Mike Zimmer no would just we run know it three times. Yeah, no, no, I mean, you, know. you knew Mike Zimmer would just run the ball three times. They uh, weren't going to throw it. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't have a problem with that call. I mean, we're down, I think at that point, what was it, 27-20 at that point? Yeah. You know, I think, 
you give the ball back to them, you know, the way that their offense was kind of moving their ball, especially running the ball. I think, hey, you know, we got to put our, all our chips in right now. We got to go try to win this game. And I didn't have a problem with the call. All right. Sully, you got a few of the ticket texts coming in here? Yeah, absolutely. I got, I got a couple more questions, but I want to get the people involved. That's why TJ's here. All right, David. Oh, David, off to a great okay. start. Here we go. This is this is what happens when a team loses. This is what happens. <laughs> go ahead, Sully. Yeah. Well, first, got to start with this because Mike's been very critical of Jim Caldwell. People are He's asking. Terrible. He should be fired. Ask TJ if he hates his coach as much as Mike Valeni does. <laughs> no, I don't. I've made that clear every week. He's terrible. Go ahead, uh, TJ. Do you think you'll end up punching Mike or Sully in the head today? First. So you're on the fast track, so... Yeah, that's a no question. Go ahead. TJ, please address the holding penalty and what happened against Chicago. My God, it was two weeks ago. Yeah, but I mean, listen, we didn't get a chance to talk to him. I know. Okay, yeah, it was late in the game. We had a run call to the left, and, you know, in my blocking assignment, I was walling the guy off. On my right side, the running back saw something... Cut it back right away outside outside to the right, and I was caught out of position. I mean, it, it stuff happens. I don't know. I don't have eyes in the back of my head. I don't know where the running back's going to be at all times. I'm blocking my initial assignment. The guy, you know, I think it was Theo made a quick move out to the right, and you know, got caught with my hands in a in a vulnerable spot. I mean, it's you know, it, the type of stuff happens, man. It's football. All right, hold on, time out. Just before Sully does something else unsavory, but you you have no no because this is an opportunity for you. Mm-hmm. You have a general frustration. That offensive line play, it's impossible to grade. It's impossible to know what's what. So, like, I talked to you about this after the bear after the bear game, mm-hmm. and I told you, I go, Spielman was hammering you down on the goal line. On it was basically either like a reach technique or a slide protection, mm-hmm. whatever, whatever you want to call it. Right. He's hammering you. Yeah. And it's it may not even be what it looks like. So, yeah. like, how the hell do you? How do you? How do you? What do you do? Um. You know, it's, I don't. It's, it's why I you it's, hate pro football. Focus. Yeah, I think it goes all go back goes back to that conversation we had. Was the average fan when you're watching offensive line play? You know, you don't know every assignment. You don't know who you're responsible for blocking. Unless, and I've said this many times, unless you just get beat clean one on one, which everybody knows. You know that you got beat. You know, if if it's blitzing linebackers, if it's a guy coming off the edge, I mean, you don't know if that's the offensive line's responsibility. And a lot of times when these announcers, most of them don't even know, you know, what the offensive line responsibility is. No offense to them, but I think most of them are good at their job. But then you get an, and most of the fans start to believe what the announcer say. And then when the announcer says something, whether he's right or wrong, the fans want to dive in and, and just throw the blame all at one guy. And it's, it's frustrating, but it's all part of the job. Offensive alignment, you, you know, you, people, it's just, you, you're, you, you, your successes get whispered and your failures just get screamed from the, you know, the building. So the top of the building. And it's just something that you got to put up with. I mean, I'm used to it. You know, it's nothing new. Obviously, it gets frustrating after a little while when, you know, you, you try to go help a guy out. And, Another guy comes and then it's, well, hey, that was this guy's game. Start labeling all these missed assignments, missed blocks, those type of things. It, it gets frustrating, but it's all part of the job. And I think most of the linemen realize that. But um, most of the announcers now, I mean, you know, Chris Spielman was obviously a great football player. And I think he's a great uh, commentator, too. But a lot, of t- a lot of times when they say things, it's just to fill time. And, you know, they got to blame somebody. And, and most of the time it comes to the offensive lineman. Especially Selling. when there's a sack or negative run, those things. So it's frustrating, but it is what it is. Part of the job. No, the holding penalty was definitely frustrating as well, but we move Thanks. on. Um, <laughs> T- 
Good Lord. TJ, what kind of adjustments is the O-line making to finally get the run game going and to keep Stafford safe? What adjustments? I mean, we're, you know. How about him hitting an open receiver? (laughs) You know, we're working. I mean, it's, we're 12 games into the season now. You're not, you're not going to go in and change the entire playbook. We got to get better at the small details. We got to get better at obviously executing what our technique and fundamentals are. And that's what it boils down to. It's no, it's nothing magical, man. We just got to, you know, we've got to come together as a, as a team, got to come together as a whole offense and play a complete game and, you know, really show what we're capable of. Let me say what he can't say. Okay. No, I mean, it's just the truth. It's what you and I talked about yesterday. Okay. TJ can't say it. It'd be punitive to his career. Stafford played like crap Thursday. Sure. That's the bottom line. Missed a ton of open guys, didn't make good reads, needed a miracle for Marvin Jones to make his numbers look decent, and I still don't understand how he didn't complete the Theo Riddick screen where there was no one to block anyone. There was no one out there. Ray Charles could have completed that pass. Okay? That's what needs to happen. The O-line wasn't the reason they didn't win that game on Thursday. There are other games this season, like Minnesota the first time, where I I said it, O-line did not play well. That was rough. Right. O-line was fine. Stafford did not play well, period. Agreed. I now that's me, not him. Well, there's, I mean, there's games, and that's I think part of the frustration. You know, when we sit down and we watch the film as offense, is there's games where you know the offense. We have not played well in in you know some of the games, and everybody else is playing real well. Matthew's playing well. The running backs are doing awesome. The receivers are catching everything, and the offensive line kind of lets everybody down. And then there's other games where we feel the offensive line is you know we're kind of pulling together a little bit, and then everybody else kind of slips off. We just got to put together a complete game. I mean, everybody's kind of taking their turns, myself included. I mean, the Chicago game, you know, I had a uh, obviously the penalty, which. <laughs> I mean, I think I was more happy than Prater was when he made that kick at the end because <laughs> I didn't want to feel like, you know, the goat at the end of the game there. But uh, we just got to put it together. And, and there's always going to be games and there's always going to be, you know, series where, you know, you wish you could have one or two plays back and do it a little bit different. But it, just collectively, man, we just got to it's it's really time to crank up the urgency. I mean, we've got five games left. I mean, it's it's not a lot of football left. We got to turn it around. Yeah, we got to we got to turn it around and we got to. Obviously, got a big game this weekend, so you know we got to find a way to really put it together and just get everybody to put in their best performance. And hey, let's because we haven't done that yet. But when we do that, I mean, we obviously feel like we got a hell of a group. All right, we got a lot of people who want to talk down the lines. We got the rapid fire to come up. We also have apparently some. Roberto has some beautiful audio he wants you to listen <laughs> to wait. as well. Uh, so we'll get that. And the people, we got a lot of people who want to talk to you about it. 248-539-9797-971. Sully is throwing a temper tantrum. Our traffic department continues to mess things up. Just is what it is. TJ Lang with us. We're going to get to the phones. David's dressed like he's interviewing for Caldwell's job. What a lovely Tuesday. It, well, it's something. Sully's right. Prater saved you, TJ. TJ punched Sully for that comment. TJ would be entertaining if you would go Hulk smash on the entire studio. You can tell TJ's holding back. I can hear it in his voice. You should see it in his face. The Sully and TJ feud is hilarious. Uh, Let's get to some of the people. Sully, you have the rapid fire. You also have the Roberto audio that we want to play later. Yeah, yep, absolutely. Okay, good. Uh, Let's do it. Let's go to Drew. He's in Roseville, and he leads it off. You're on with TJ. What's up, Mike? What's up, TJ? What's up, Drew? Listen, my question is, and I'm sure 90% of Lions Nation would like to know this, but you win the toss three weeks in a row and you put your odd defense on the field the first two weeks, and then the week that you play the, one of the best defenses in the league, yes. you decide to put your offense on the field first when you're a notoriously slow-starting team. Don't you think that the ball at the half is kind of a, fall, a fail-safe if you do get off to a slow start? I'm just trying to figure out 
why Caldwell decided this week to put the offense on the field first. It's really confusing. I, I mean, I obviously don't know. That's something that the players aren't a part of. But I, honestly, last week, you know, there was one thing that me personally – I didn't express this to anybody else, but I was hoping that we were going to take the ball first, just the way that we came off the Chicago game. We didn't run the ball well. You know, there's a lot of kind of <laughs> pressure, you know, throughout the building about, hey, we need to pick this up. We got to get the urgency going. And me personally, I, I liked it because I wanted to go out there and be able to set the tone. And it obviously didn't happen, but um, I don't have a problem with it. I mean, if it was up to me, it's 50 50. What are you, you going to do? I mean, Ball to start the game, ball to start the half, whatever. You know, so, I wanted the ball to start the. I wanted the ball to start the game though, so we could try to go out there and kind of force ourselves into a fast start. Obviously, didn't get it done. Uh, Drew, I'm with you. It was silly. Thanks, guys. You're welcome, Drew. I'm with you. Uh, let me teach you. Come on, please. You guys can't get out there and get ahead of the Browns and the Bears, and then this guy's taking the ball like you got Tom Brady back there. So that's me saying it, not you. Well, I also understand like we talked about earlier. I mean, there's a problem with that we have right now, kind of starting fast, and you know, I, I felt like it would be better to you know try to get our offense out there, you know, hit them in the mouth a little bit, maybe get a little lead, and you know, maybe maybe make them try to panic a little bit. So, um, you know, didn't get it done though. So we'll see I, what we do going forward. I think we have a chance for this to go south in a hurry. Daryl is up next, ninety-seven-one. Hi, Daryl. Hey, how's it going, guys? Good. Um, I had a quick question for uh, TJ. So when it comes to uh, – you had made a comment earlier about that when it comes to, you know, you can't just throw out the game plan when you're 12 weeks into the year. One mm-hmm. of the plays they were showing that I wanted to ask about was came when Swanson missed on a cut block. And I was wondering, is that something that – I mean, how do you work on a cut block when you're in practice? You obviously don't want to be cutting your own defensive lineman, but is that something that, you know, the coaches are having a hard time with or is that something that is causing problems with uh, the run game? No, not at all. Obviously, it's hard to simulate in practice because you don't want to take your own guys' knees out, but we have drills that we do, and uh, cutting is not a 100% thing. I mean, most of the time you're trying to do it, it's it's designed to slow the guy down. If you get him down, great. Um, so, yeah, that's where we are with it. I mean, I've never been a great cut blocker. I still try to do it you know, on screens and stuff just to try to pause guys for a split second and give the runner a – you know, an extra extra yard or whatever it is to get free, but um, no, I mean it's something that <laughs> it's it's cut block, man. It's you know, <laughs> could you cut Sully? Like if Sully was I'm standing in front of you, yeah, but Sully's nimble. Could you cut him? No pads right now. Could you cut block him? Oh well, yeah, I could. So I, don't, I don't know. Get you have here. to sign a waiver. No, no waiver. Sully, get yeah, in. He's going to sue me. Look he at will him. not sue I you. I would not. I won't allow it. <laughs> No, wait a minute. Sully, I'm, you down, always, I'm down to try, yeah. No, you know what Sully's line is, and then we'll get back to the people? Uh, you could never tackle me. You could never. You know, Sully's like, I'm too nimble. I go, okay. Now, hold on. David, doesn't he say that? Yes. Yeah. Oh, look at this spin move. Now, hold on. If I've, you seen, st- some, I've seen some highlight videos of you playing quarterback. <laughs> Oof. I, <laughs> I uh, actually played football with, with some of TJ's cousins growing up, so... Mm-hmm. We've talked before about it. I don't think the word nimble was ever thrown out, but if you were standing right in front of TJ and he went to, cu- could you get out of the way of a cut yes, block? Absolutely. Oh, of course, if he knows it's coming, that's you know, it's if if he knows I'm going to come dive at his knees, of course. What he's if we jump don't over tell him and you cut block Wojo? <laughs> oh, that would be awesome. <laughs> I'm, I'm too, in for that. For I'm too sure. agile. I'd be able to get out of the way for sure. Jesus. Mm. All right, let's go to Mike ninety-seven one. Mike, what's going on, bud? Uh, just driving home. Hey, TJ, I just want to say you're a big upgrade. I appreciate you coming to Detroit. Thanks, Mike. 
question, though, I've lived here. I've also lived in Green Bay and watched you out there. In this town, there's this thing called playing down to your competition, and it happens here a lot, it seems. I never saw that happen up in Green Bay. What do you think it is? Is it the team? Is it the coaching? Is it just the general mind, you know, state of mind? What do you attribute that to? Um, I don't know. I'm kind of lost, to be honest with you. I, uh, I think that's a phrase, to be honest with you, that <laughs> – a lot of people like to throw down, obviously, when a good team. I mean, did Pittsburgh play down to their competition, you know, Sunday night? I mean, it's, you know, it's it's the NFL, man. Anything can happen. I mean, I know it's, that's a cliche. Oh, that's that's got to draw a bell. I mean, it's, it is what it is, man. I mean, you, it's not like college football where you're just going to be a 40-point favorite and go out there and walk all over somebody. It doesn't happen. No, but to Mike's point, back-to-back weeks, Browns and Bears. Yeah, okay, I get it. Come on. Yes. I do understand that, but you Minnesota, know. no, that's different. But Browns and Bears, Jesus. Yes, I understand, and that kind of all goes back to the thing we've been talking about all night: is the getting off to slow starts and letting teams get lead on us, and you know, not coming out hot enough. I mean, yeah, we do have that is something that we're obviously going to try to fix. But I've never once felt like we've ever played up to competition or played down to competition. I think that's just more thrown around in the media. Oh boy, which one of these do we go to? Oh, this one looks fun. Let's go to Brian, 97.1. Brian, how are you? <laughs> hey, how we doing, uh, TJ and Mike? What's up, Brian? Good, Brian. Yes, uh, first of all, I would like to say thank you, TJ, for dealing with this disgrace of an organization. Thank you, because this organization is a disgrace. Mm-hmm. All right, let me get to my question. <laughs> it is, Mike, you know it. Hell yeah, it is. He's, he's, he's got to eat. It's malfeasance at the coaching position, and this poor guy's got to deal with it. But listen, Mike and TJ, now this is another question I got to ask. And I, I, I wanted to, to slam the TV down after I've been seeing this. You know, because, you know, I'm, like I was saying a couple of years ago, I'm a cab driver and an Uber driver. Now, this is what I've seen. Now, this is my question. Three minutes left on the clock, a little bit over three minutes left on the clock, four, uh, fourth quarter. Okay, you got a timeout left, and you have the two-minute warning. Mm-hmm. How? Not to the back. Why? Why didn't this man punt the ball off? Why, TJ? Yes. I think we already discussed that, didn't hey, we? Don't, you're not allowed to do a Caldwell on this show. Don't what? tell him to check his what notes. What do you want me to say? Answer his question. All right, I don't know. It's there three it minutes left in the game. It's, it's crunch time. we got to go try to win the damn game. What do you want me to say? Nothing, just that. I like it. Okay. I mean, it's, 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 yeah, it's, it's hindsight. You sit back there, we didn't convert the fourth down. Okay, if we would have converted for it, it, it nobody would be talking about it. We didn't get it done. It's three minutes left in the game, man. It's crunch time. we got to go win the game. We're down by seven. Right? We weren't doing much the whole game. we got to try to get us a little spark going, convert a fourth down, get the crowd back into it, and go down and march down and tie the game up. I think if you look back at your transcript, you'll see all the positive things I've said about him. So. <laughs> I'm sorry, Ray. I mean, it's just it, it's it's hindsight questions that I hate. I mean, it's it didn't work out. Why didn't you do it the other way? It's football, man. You make decisions and you live with it. You go down there and you try to do what's best to win the game. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> You're gonna hit him, aren't you? <laughs> Jesus, I'm sorry. Come on, man. He's laughing. Come on. That was a good one. Good all one. right. All right. Besides, we all know that maybe the worst decision for him was the nonsense not challenging when Diggs was short of the first down. I'm surprised we haven't got the question we get every week uh, to TJ about why does Jim Caldwell wear two watches? Have we figured out that one? Yet? <laughs> 
Haven't figured it out yet. Yeah. I'll tell you why. He's got he's got one to tell the time and one to know what time his flight leaves town. Yeah, one for here, one for Pluto. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the only planet his decisions make sense. Damn guy. That's me saying it, not him. All right, do we have the rapid fire ready? Yes. We also have ex- this new audio for TJ to listen to. It's very exciting. We'll do it next. TJ, you going to be all right? You making it? I'm trying. I need oh, a coffee on. or something. I don't know, man. Uh, it's still, oh, listen, it's tough. <laughs> It's tough in the streets. All right. 248-539-9797. We'll get more of the people. Rapid fire of the ticket texters for TJ. And also some new Roberto audio. Apparently, you're going to really enjoy. Next, 97.1. Roberto, you are something else. Wow. That is that's something. Ticket texts are pouring in, by the way, in support of you, TJ. Uh, Sully, you're a disrespectful little bleep. Have some respect. Uh, Sully's forehead makes him top-heavy, easy to cut block. TJ, do you share Mike's opinion of turkey? What is your opinion on turkey? It's garbage. It shouldn't be served. It's a foul, Uh, herpes-ridden bird. No, I don't share that. I mean, it's not my favorite. No, uh, if you did a meat draft, it it would never come in the money. It's a good once-a-year meal, I think. Yeah, so is like rat. Uh, <laughs> TJ, heavy. TJ, I was wondering when you <laughs> accepted this gig to speak with Mike and Sully after Lions games that they would insult you every week. Had you known this, would you have still agreed to do the show? Also, do you plan on beating the daylights out of Sully before year's end? Um, I mean, obviously, yeah, I knew what I was getting myself into. Um, oh, you, you make it sound like you're the victim. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, we have fun. You know, good exchange. Sully takes it too far sometimes, but uh, That's fair. You know, I'm a good sport. I You're think. the one that said I should be fired earlier today. And David, I did not you say you job. should be fired. I said you should switch spots. Well, David's dressed for success today. We still <laughs> have to like a million the, bucks. We got to get to the bottom of this. David is screening calls in a suit today. Your church tonight. What are you heading down to Club Mozambique? What the hell's going on over there? <laughs> Not at all. I just decided to just wear this today. That's Who wakes up and says, I want to put a suit on Well, today. you know, I know I look good in it, so I wear it when I feel like wearing it. All right, listen. Just be honest with all Detroit right now. If you're interviewing for another job I'm and you not. don't tell me. I have nowhere to go. This okay. is the place I love to be. Right. He's even got his top button buttoned up, too. He's, <laughs> he's going somewhere. Not going anywhere. Nope, just right. enjoying life. He's got Happy plans. Hour. That's right. Happy hour. <laughs> all right, Sully. Rapid fire, please. Yeah, a lot of good questions coming in. Oh, I'm sure. Go ahead. Let's start it off. Let me get the document pulled back up. There it is. TJ, have you ever pleaded with Jim Bob Cooter to make you an eligible receiver on a play? No, I've given up on that a long time ago. (laughs) I had a chance. uh, My last chance was probably in college, but nope. Who's your best friend on the team? Um, Gosh, I I mean, pretty much all the linemen. I think we all have similar personalities. We get along pretty well couple of them here in regards to uh, not starting out fast. What's the rationale of not coming out of the gate in the two-minute offense that Stafford thrives in? I don't know. Going more hurry up. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm not part of the game plan or, you know, first uh, 5, 10, 15 calls, whatever you want to call it. Um, All screwed. Not a bad idea, though. All right, next. TJ, do you or any of the other players change your pregame routines when you're having trouble starting the games off at the tempo you want? Uh, no, no, I, I don't personally, um, been the same way for nine years now. Yeah. 
do what I got to do to get ready. That's that's about it. Although this past game, I <laughs> I didn't make it out to warm ups. What? Was, yeah, I was oh, Are we sorry on the to toilet. <laughs> well, so I I was sick. I had a stomach bug Wednesday and Thursday morning, and I had to go get an IV and uh, take some medicine so I wouldn't. You know what? On the football field. So. No, I, I was going to ask that question. Wow. Like, what happens if you have diarrhea? Yeah, what would you do? On the field? Yeah. I told my wife this. They'd have to, like, bring a stretcher out, uh, probably put a tarp over me and take me off in an ambulance because there's no way in hell I'm letting anybody see a mess in my football pants. In all your years that. playing, have you ever seen that? Um, no, I haven't. I've seen number one, but <laughs> never, never, never number two. Mm. I mean, think about how many can't. God, that'd be so, that's like the my biggest nightmare. Yeah. Having something like that. I don't think you would <laughs> with see it. With a thousand actually. cameras around. What do you mean you wouldn't see it? It's pretty we thick. silver material, right? <laughs> no. Especially with those ugly silver pants they wear. It would stick out like it, like Drew Brees' mole. No. The trainers would come out and be like, what's wrong? I'd be like, you know, I, I did it. And uh, you got to get me off the uh, field without, that? <laughs> without letting any cameras catch my pants. They put TJ put me in, a stretcher. They put in an oven bag <laughs> like a turkey and roll them out. Back All two right. plays later after being stretchered off the field. Next. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, TJ, who is the leader on the Lions team? That's from Tyler. Is there one leader that leads the most? I, guess? Uh, I think we have plenty. I think, uh, I think Stafford uh, is probably the main guy that most guys uh, respond to. And defensively, I think uh, – Glover Quinn, you know, this guy's obviously got a great reputation and, and, and just great leadership skills overall. So I think uh, those two guys are probably the two lead dogs, but we've got a good mix of uh, young guys, older vets that, that obviously a lot of guys respect as well. What kind of team meal did the Lions have after the Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving Day game? Uh, I wasn't. I actually didn't go over there. Um, usually, it's like burgers or pizza, something quick. Um, I, I don't know what they had. I everyone don't know goes had home. Little, uh, I, just, I mean, everyone yeah, goes home. Yeah, most guys just go meal. home. Most a lot of guys hang around downtown and kind of let traffic clear out a little bit, grab a bite to eat. But the food is, you know, it's okay when it's not uh, on fire. So yeah, <laughs> from that from that video earlier, right? <laughs> I, that's all right. Only your season is. <laughs> Come on. A lot of football. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Next. Why don't you guys use Theo Riddick more on offense? Oh, Jesus. Not this again. Just, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Can you just go into an offensive <laughs> no, meeting? No, I can't. I might. There's, what are they going to do? Send you home? Well, what do you want me to do? I mean, it's, you know, go it's in there's a chain and say, of command. Yeah, but there is no chain of command. It's chaos. You know what? I And I'm... Coming off the Bears game, I felt like obviously I had a couple bad plays, and and I've always been a guy that unless I'm personally just killing it out on the football field, I can't really go up and say, hey, we need to do this, we need to do that. It's kind of look, look in the mirror and do your job type thing. That's right, that's just the out. type of guy. I if am. you went in this week installing that game plan, you knocked on the door. How does it work? Can't you just knock on the door? Go, hey, Cooter, I want a word with you. What's the problem? You're, 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 you're the biggest free agent they've signed. You're the stalwart of the O-line here. What the hell's the... Just go in and go, Cooter. Well, come here. Sit down. I want to talk to you. Well, I think it's just... It all boils down David to the does. trust factor. You know, you trust the coaches to put together a great game plan. They trust the players to go execute. And uh, as players, I think it's been more of a problem of us not holding up, you know, our end of the job so all far. Right. So I just think it'd be fun. Okay. What about that teriyaki <laughs> audible? How are we on that, by the way? We're working on it. Yeah, working you're lying. It. It's bad enough you're not providing us with joy with wins. You can't give us a teriyaki audible? 
Verlander got one. How come we don't get one? Verlander did not get one. Was that Urlacher or Verlander? Can we confirm that? I can neither confirm nor deny, but it was not Verlander. So it was Urlacher. What does Express Turbo mean? No idea. Tell me. (laughs) Next. You want the play? I'll bring I'll bring the playbook in for you next yes! week. Yes, <laughs> I'll make some real friends. Hey, can you answer what Kershaw was now that that's weeks and weeks ago? Are you able uh, to answer that? No, I can't actually because it's still kind of in damn the system. it. Gotcha. Oh, All so right. we might we might see Kershaw again. Awesome. Yeah, next. You know, Possibly. Him and Stafford went to school together. Anyway, um, they did. TJ, yeah, they grew up together. Did you become a member of the Screen Actors Guild Award, Guild for that moving performance in Pitch Perfect Two? That's from Joe and Waterford. No, I didn't. Unfortunately, so disappointing. But I'll tell you, after doing that, I never want to even think about doing another movie. <laughs> Why? Because our—I mean, our part of the movie was maybe ninety seconds, and it was just four straight days of filming, fourteen hours a day. <laughs> wow! <laughs> I was ready to leave, man. It was—it was awesome experience. You know, great to see all the behind the scenes, what goes into the movie, and everything. But after four days of 14 hour you know work days i mean it was it, it, we're ready to get out of there how did that whole thing even get set up so there was kind of a joke that a couple of guys had in green bay about you know being big pitch perfect fans and one of the producers actually saw it and uh jokingly we were kind of like hey let's we want to be in the next one and they were like all right cool that's <laughs> cool. basically how it worked out so i don't know need to get a hold of other producers and Kind of demand. We didn't even ask. We just kind of demanded, and they they accepted. So that's cool. One more here uh, in regards to the the famous drop and the song that we have. TJ, were you one of those kids that tried to burp the entire alphabet? That's from Stephen. <laughs> uh, not that I can remember. I don't. But anything else, Sully? Before we uh, take care of some bills here. No, we should be good. Okay, excellent job. Thank God that music's gone. What is that, Alexander Zonchak? What is that? That's the uh, the whole the, the music we use for your customer service stuff, right? All I imagine is that beautiful mustache and that flute prancing about the room. Yeah, the, the jazz flute. Uh, David, does Greater Life Church have a jazz flute? No, we do not have a flute. No. What What if for Christmas I got you guys Alexander Zonchak to perform? Um, I'll pass on him. Okay. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law